K-E-R-A-F-M, Dallas. Duffy's Tavern. Hello, Duffy's Tavern. Where do you late me to eat? Archie demands you speaking. Duffy ain't here. Oh, hello, Duffy. Uh, the crowd, uh, a lot of servicemen tonight. Yeah, the place is a regular separation center. Mm -hmm. Already I've had to separate three guys. Uh, by the way, you know who came in tonight? Lefty O'Rourke. Yeah, he's out of uniform now. Oh, Duffy, not on points, on parole. Yeah, yeah Lefty says he just couldn't get along with the warden, you know, and one of them had to go. Well, you know, the warden's in pretty solid. <laughs> well, I don't know. O'Rourke was very popular up there, Duffy. In fact, he claims they voted him the man most likely to return. <laughs> uh, say, by the way, speaking of getting out of jail, uh, Eddie, the waiter, is thinking of leaving us. What do you mean, so what? Eddie's a very valuable man. Huh? Well, I admit he ain't very fast on his feet, but he's got a great knack for serving hash without that guilty expression on his face. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think he got an offer from uh, Grogan's Grill. Well, don't worry. I'll talk him out of it, Duffy. You know the old line, gratitude, chance for advancement, what we've done for him, money ain't everything. <laughs> yeah, the old sucker pitch. Well, certainly he'll bite. Don't I fall for it every time I ask for a raise? <laughs> well, just leave it to me, Duffy. I'll call you back. So long. There's a rumor around that you have had an offer from Grogan's Grill. Uh-huh. And the rumor also says that you're thinking of taking it. And keep your eye on that rumor. It's got a future. <laughs> well, Eddie, you're not serious. Where, where did you get this idea about leaving? I just looked into my wallet and there it was. This is madness. You can't leave here. Why, you're a part of Duffy's Tavern. Yeah, the part that goes over the cash register last. <laughs> Just a second now, Eddie. Is it that you feel that Duffy ain't done right by you? Well, now you know yourself that when it comes to blowing that horn of plenty, he ain't no Harry James. <laughs> Eddie, leave us discuss this. Mm. I think if you're fair-minded, I can show you that you're making a mistake. Now answer me, uh, do you object to working seven days a week? Definitely. 
<laughs> and I suppose you object to putting in 15 hours a day. Very definitely. I uh, suppose you also object to not being paid no salary. Extremely definitely. <laughs> Eddie, I'm afraid you didn't enter this discussion with an open mind. <laughs> Don't you realize there's more important things than money? Yeah, but they all cost money. <laughs> Look, Mr. Archie, now, I'd like to have a salary. I just can't get along on the tips I collect. Ah, now, don't hear me that, Eddie. I've seen nights when you walked out of here with enough quarters to choke a horse. Or kill him with lead poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Archie, I just can't do it. In addition to the tips, I think I ought to have a dollar a week salary. How does 35 cents hit you? <laughs> It don't even must my hair. <laughs> All right, then go ahead and quit. <clears throat> but it's hard to think that you take this attitude toward a man who's been your friend. Almost your brother. Through thick and thin. Laughter and tears. Hmm? Be sure to listen to Stella Dallas at the same time. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Stop that friendship. Uh, oh, what? Oh, uh, Eddie. Finnegan. Finnegan, what is your opinion of a man that bites the hand that feeds him? Well, some people will eat anything. Why, <laughs> right, what's the trouble? It's Eddie here. He wants to get paid more money. Money? Uh, Eddie, my boy, money is nothing. You know what I always say? Why? For you ever so humble, there's no place like home. What's that got to do with money? Well, we owe six months' rent. <laughs> Thanks, Finnegan. You're a big help. Now, look, Eddie. I think you're confused about this whole thing. What you need is a real nice vacation. Tell you what you do. What? Take the rest of the day off. <laughs> that would only add to the confusion. I wouldn't know what to do with a day off. Well, what did you do on your last day off? Went up to Boston. They were having a tea party. <laughs> Eddie, I can see you're in the wrong mood. Yeah. Why don't you go out and breathe some nice, clean air, and maybe you'll change your mind, huh? That might help. Okay, see you later. Mm. Yeah, look, Archie, I don't like to seem a ghoul, but uh, so have you got any ideas where I could get a job? A job for you? I don't know. Uh, have you tried Ripley? <laughs> what do you want with a job? Oh, I gotta get away from home, Arch. I just can't stand that fighting. Your mother and father again, huh? Yeah. What do they fight about? Oh, the simplest thing. Take this morning. It all started about the new silver coffee pot. Coffee pot? Yeah, my mother hit me father over the head with it. <laughs> well, why did she have to use the silver coffee pot? Because it was your 50th wedding anniversary. Oh. <clears throat> Do they fight all the time like that? Oh, yeah. Fight, fight, fight. Except once every week they quit for half an hour. How's that? They stopped to listen to Mr. Anthony. <laughs> well, ain't there nothing you can do to stop them? So I tried to. This morning I said, Mom and Papa... Why do you fight like this? Why, when you have so much to be thankful for? Then they took a look at me and started swinging again. Well, 
don't be kind of tough at that, Finnegan. Have to watch your mother hit your father with a coffee pot every morning. Well, it don't bother me too much. You see, I'm a tea drinker myself. <laughs> Uh, but that's why I'd like to get a job, but to get away from it all. Well, I'll tell you how you can pick up a fast nickel, Finnegan. A nickel? How? Well, I want you to go over to Grogan's across the street. Yeah? Make sure they don't notice. Yeah, huh? And if you see Eddie the waiter talking to Grogan, come right back and let me know. Oh, boy. I feel like a G-man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, don't. Okay. <laughs> now hurry back. Oh, well, hello, Archie. Hello, Miss Duffy. Archie, yeah. How do you like my new hat? Oh, lovely. <laughs> How often do you have to order it? Don't be silly. Uh, these flowers are artificial. Oh, I see. Only the fruit is real. <laughs> Look, why do dames hats have to have everything on them, including the kitchen stove? Because they serve a very important function. When you pass a woman on the street, what's the first thing you look at? Leave <laughs> <laughs> I stick to hats. Anyway, you should be talking about clothes the way you dress. What's wrong with the way I dress? My clothes fit perfectly. Yeah, but who? <laughs> I got no time to be standing here brandying insults. I got enough to worry about. What have you got to worry about? Eddie, the waiter. He's thinking about quitting. And because he can't pry a measly dollar a week salary out of that nickel nice old man of yours. Huh. A fine way to talk about Papa after all he's done for you. What's he done? He got you started. Gave you responsibility. Took you into his confidence. Taught you the inside workings of the business. Miss Duffy, I do not consider helping your father polish up pennies to be passed off as dimes a junior partnership. <laughs> Believe me, I owe that guy nothing. When I think of what I could have been if I hadn't come to work here five years ago. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. It happens that the very morning of the day that he hired me, I turned down a splendid opportunity to go on relief. <laughs> From there on, who knows? <coughs> uh, hey, uh, come in. Oh, excuse me, Miss Duffy. <coughs> what is it, Finnegan? G-man reporting. Oh, yes, G. Uh, now, what's the dope? I mean, outside of you. Uh, just a second. Are we alone? Yes. Well, who's that standing beside you? That's you. <laughs> Can I be trusted? We'll have to take a chance. <coughs> Uh, whatever ha- uh, happened over at Grogan's? Uh, you was right, Arch. He was wiping over there. Are you sure? Yep. <laughs> what was he doing? Uh, he was in the kitchen cutting down the paper plates to make the meals look bigger. Dirty <laughs> <laughs> rat. Not only does he leave us, but he gives away our trade secret. Dirty <laughs> <laughs> traitor. That's Benedictine. Anyway, guess I just better call up the employment agency and hire a new waiter. Hello? Bowery Bum Personnel Service? Uh, this is Duffy's Tavern. Uh, what have you got in a waiter? Well, I'd uh, like to get a man who can handle both a la carte and cuisine. <laughs> huh? The hours, uh, from seven to three. 
That's 7 a.m., of course. Huh? Uh, no, the 3 is a.m. too. A <laughs> uh, dinner jacket? Uh, well, yes, and it would be a good idea if he wore one for breakfast and supper, too. The salary? Uh, 35 a week and tips. Okay, send him right down. <laughs> that cause ill feeling between labor and management by offering a living wage. <laughs> In closing, you are nothing but a crook, a swindler, and an all-around crumb. I remain the same. <laughs> Signed, Archie. Good day, Art. Oh, what is it, Sonny? I told you I was looking for a job, and you go out and hire a strange waiter. Dude, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with you? Finnegan, <laughs> pull up a chair. It's going to take a little time. In the first place, you don't know how to write. How could you write down the people's orders? Oh, uh, I could make extras. One extra salad, two extras for soup, uh, three extras for meat and coffee. Three X's for both meat and coffee. How would you know which was which? Simple. If you have to cut it with a knife, it's me. <laughs> right, look, why don't you at least try me out? Uh? All right, I'll try you out. Now, I'm a customer sitting down here at a table. Uh, what do you do first? Uh, I tuck the napkin under your chin. <laughs> well, yes, that's correct as far as it goes. But uh, what do you do if I ain't wearing a collar? Well, if you ain't wearing a collar, what do you need a napkin for? Then again, one uses a napkin irregardless of whether he is attired in a collar or not. That's considered good form. As a waiter, you must not forget Emily Pope. Well, you didn't tell me you came in with a dame. Then again, I would suggest that you try Ripley again, or with your hat off this time. Now, uh... I gotta go finish this letter to Grogan. P.S. In addition to the above, Grogan, you are the gruesomest man I have ever seen. Hiya, bud. Grogan, you are one of the gruesomest <laughs> men. <laughs> now, uh, what can I do for you, Dimple? <laughs> I was sent here by the employment agency. Well, if you'll pardon me, you don't look much like a waiter. Too pretty, huh? <laughs> well, when do I start to work? Well, just a second. I got to interview you. I got to fill out this form now. Uh, name? 
Rosenblum. Born? Yep. <laughs> I've heard that one a million times, and this is the first time I ever doubted it. <laughs> education did you have? Did you go to high school? Does that come before or after college? <laughs> Let's skip it. I think I did. <laughs> well, any other questions? Uh, yeah. How long have you been awaited? How long? Well, what time did you call the agency? <laughs> now, wait a minute. Where did you ever work? Oh, Madison Square Garden, the Legion Stadium, the St. Nicholas Arena. Hey, just a second. Rosenblum. You ain't Mikey Rosenblum and a fighter. Yeah. Holy cat, I didn't recognize you standing up. <laughs> I've seen you fight a dozen times. I remember the night you fought King Levinsky. He really knocked your brains out that night, didn't he? <laughs> That's a great fight. Yeah. And I was there the night that Mickey Walker flattened you with that right hook in the first round. I was hot that night. <laughs> you never did fight Joe Lewis, did you? Nah, he was too cowardly. Joe Lewis cowardly? Yeah, he was scared he'd kill me. Look, Maxie, how come you gave up fighting? Well, I had trouble with my eyes. Oh, trouble with your eyes, huh? Yeah, after the second round, I always seem to be looking up at me appointments. 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 That's your opponent. Appointment. <laughs> well, maybe you're just as well off. <clears throat> you know, it's a pretty tough game, that fight game. I used to be in it myself, you know. You a pugilist? Oh, certainly. I've pugiled around quite a bit. <laughs> Look at that wrist. Feel that spike, Cuspin. <clears throat> no, that ain't that ain't chopped liver. It ain't muscles. <laughs> oh, muscles ain't everything. You see, I was very clever, very scientific. I used to slither around that ring like a eel. In fact, they used to call me the ringworm. <laughs> that I believe. Thanks. Oh, sure. I used to have this terrific corkscrew punch that I invented. You know, I'd start it right to above me right knee. Then I'd twist me wrist and turn me body at the same time, you know, putting plenty of shoulder into it. Sounds great. Yeah, but, you know, like every great punch, it had a flaw. The recoil used to knock me flat on my face. <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder if I had a corkscrew punch and didn't know it. <laughs> Probably. <clears throat> But, Maxie, what's this about you uh, working here as a waiter? Don't it feel strange to you being in the ring so long to be walking around serving drinks? Nah, I feel right at home. Between rounds, I go to a neutral corner. Oh. Oh, by the way, Archie, who's the bimbo over there? Oh, I'll introduce you. Miss Duffy, uh, this is Maxie Rosenblum, the fighter. Oh, uh, really? Uh, you know, Mr. Rosenblum, if it wasn't for that broken nose and those cauliflower ears... I'd never know you were a fighter. Hey, this thing was crazy about me. <laughs> Look, sister, why don't you and I, why don't you stick around and help me lux out a few ball rags, huh? I see what you mean about the eye trouble, Maxie. <clears throat> okay, you're hired. 
Well, what's the salary? Uh, 35 a week in tips, uh, plus 50 cents a round for ejaculating drunks. <laughs> 35 a week? Okay, I'll take it. Now, look, before I start, there's one thing I want misunderstood. <laughs> Anybody says anything I don't like around here gets a punch in the nose. You understand that? Well, that's right. And that includes you, ringworm. <laughs> well, I'll see you later. Duffy, huh? Yeah, there are no waiters here. Well, at the moment, he's sitting around with the customers. Now, don't fly into a transom, Duffy. You've got to get acquainted with the customers. Well, when closing time comes, you don't want them to be carrying out perfect strangers, do you? Okay. Oh, Archie. Archie, I'm afraid we'll have to get rid of that flopsy maxi. What's the matter? A customer just spilled some soup, and Mr. Rosenblum is mopping it up. Well, what's wrong with that? He's using the customer for our mop. Hey, Arch, what's with, what's with that new waiter? What's the matter? I just asked him a simple question and he punched me right in the nose. What was the question? I just asked him, how's the cauliflower? <laughs> well, I can see I'll have to take care of this guy. Hey, Maxie. Well, what do you want now? Look. Didn't them five guys who just served five beers still just leave? Yeah, they left. Well, what about it? 
Where is the two bits for the five beers? They didn't pay me for them. They just left my tip. How much was the tip? The tip's two bits. <laughs> you want to make something about it? Well, no. I'm just thinking uh, what generous guys they were. <laughs> okay, now, look. I'm in the middle of eating. Don't bother me again. Hmm. I'm afraid I have hired a playboy. Ah, <laughs> Miss Arthur. Oh, Eddie. So the Portugal son has returned. <laughs> I should think you'd be ashamed to walk into this place. Well, a fella can get used to anything in five years. So you turned turncoat on us and went over to work for Grogan, huh? I ain't working for Grogan. Eddie, don't add perjury to injury. I'm telling the truth. You, see, you gave me the day off, so I just worked over there for a couple of hours, that's all. You mean you're still working for us? Yeah, I'm sorry, I... I guess I still got a soft spot in my head for the old place. Well, I appreciate it, Eddie. And you know what I'm going to do for you? I'm going to give you that buck a week, even if I have to take it out of my own salary. And if I know Duffy, I probably will. No, well, Mr. Archie, see, I, I don't like to... Oh, don't worry about it. It just means it puts me in a lower income tax bracket. <laughs> Besides... <clears throat> I do something for you, Eddie. Maybe you'll do something for me. What? Well, you see, we hired a new waiter while you was gone. That mm. big guy over there with the cauliflower ears. Uh, so as I say, I do something for you. You do something for me. I want you to go over there and fire that guy. <laughs> Miss Archer, I, I appreciate that dollar a week, but I'd rather not have it paid to my estate. <laughs> Wait a minute. You mean you're afraid of him? Me? Well, no. It's just that you hired him, and I think you the logical man to fire him. Eddie, don't you want to get no executive experience? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'd, I'd rather climb the hard way, you know, live and learn. <laughs> okay, then I'll do it myself. Hey, Maxie. What is it now? Maxie, I'm sorry to say that a situation has arose. Eddie, who works here first, is back with us, which naturally leaves you uh, with uh, very little seniority to fall back on. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Are you trying to tell me I'm fired? Well, uh, frankly, uh... You know what happened to the last guy that fired me? No. Neither does he. <laughs> Now, look, Maxie, leave us not make a scene. You, uh, you know what I'm driving at. Why don't you just turn in your bar rag and sleep quietly? Well, what about the week's salary? Well, you only been here 20 minutes. What? Okay, we'll pay you full week's salary. Let's see here. 20, 25, 30, 35. Hey, uh, Max, 35 cents. 35 what? 35 cents. What did you expect, the bloom? And if you don't mind, I'd like a receipt. Oh, you'd like a receipt, huh? Yeah. Okay, here. I'll give you one. Hello, Duffy's Tavern. Hey, the acting manager ticket. <laughs> Miss Archer? Uh, he just went out. <laughs> yeah, for about ten moments.
Radio Service. K-E-R-A-F-M, Dallas. Mr. District Attorney, starring David Bryan. Mr. District Attorney, 